Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the STS Guys podcast. I am Scott. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And we are the STS Guys, the weekly podcast that gets together to shoot the shit and talk about everything geeky, nerdy, and cool. This week on, what, episode 99, right? Like, episode 99, one away from our big one. We actually have a special guest here. We do have uh, Josh whose uh, tag is, I think, what, Prime to the First yep. uh, is is on here. And uh, it, it's going to be best. Let's go through. Kind of explain to it what it is that you do. Because your like niche is so like amazingly awesome but specific. I think it would do it justice if I tried to describe it. So uh, kind of tell us, what is some of the stuff that you put together? Because it, it's super cool. Um, well, thanks. Um what I, I think my niche right now is uh, 112 scale arcades uh, for everyone's collectibles. You know, they can set the scenes correctly and relive those childhood memories. All right, cool. Yeah, I uh, discovered Josh, oh man, probably, I don't know, I want to say two or three years ago, maybe. I've been following him for a long time. How, but I'm well, into, uh, Josh, how long, Josh, how long have you been uh, making the arcade cabinets? Um, probably, oof. Probably two to three years. I started, it's funny because I started making dials just kind of for myself. And then one of my buddies challenged me and he's like, hey, you should try to make an arcade. And I was like, yeah, I'll take a crack at it. And it literally just snowballed into what it, what you guys see on my page now. Very cool. So Nate was an early adopter. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. yeah I so, can't remember exactly when I bought because I have a TMNT arcade cabinet. And I was, you know, I had seen him post some, and I've always been tempted. And then I saw the TMNT, uh, TMNT uh, that he had posted, and I just, I had to hop on it. And I was so impressed when I got it. Uh, really well made, uh, looks incredibly accurate to how I remember it in the arcade, and they're great for shots because they scale really well with six inch and seven inch figures. Um, so I'm a huge fan of what he does. It's really good work. Thanks, thanks, Nate. Ooh. Yeah. If you guys haven't checked him out, make sure to check out Prime to the First on Instagram. Um, he's always selling arcade cabinets. I know he just had a big sale. He might take a little break. Who knows? He's always selling something. <laughs> but uh, I know he's kind of like a one-man army. So uh, it's it's amazing what you're able to crank out and the different properties that you cover. Yeah. So, um, so Nate's ahead. got the Turtles one, right? Yeah. I, mean, I think everybody remembers. Yeah. Uh, that was a great arcade game. One of my favorite. That is one of my favorite. Like I, I should say, the the real life cabinet uh, is one of my childhood like tops. And if I could ever find an actual working version of that to put mm -hmm. in my house, that's like the first one going in. Yeah, and, and the funny thing is, like I keep every single uh, model of like a prototype of the arcade I make. Yeah. So literally, I have like every single arcade I make. I've made. I have in my collection. So, that was going to be my question. Like, how yeah. many do you? How many different ones do you think you've made? Um, I think I have probably like close to 15 different, uh, models. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, right. We're, we're recording this live, uh, Saturday night. We'll throw up the audio probably Sunday, early Monday at the latest. Uh, when the, once the audio version drops, I'll throw up a bunch of pictures on our uh, Instagram. Oh, nice. So if you go follow us at STS guys, it'll take you directly to Josh's Instagram too. 
uh, of course, but you'll be able to see, you know, uh, just a variety of the cool stuff he's made. Yeah, yeah. Going through the the list, this it, it's not the arcade cabinets, but one of the things I, I was looking at the, is you make the little like DVD boxes things. Oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, like looking at those at that tiniest scale is like that is amazing. Like the, it, it's those little details. I think that when if somebody has something like that in a picture, that's going to make it kind of elevate that photo to that that realism. You know, there's only so much you can do with that figure alone. So having those little, those little things is, it's so cool. Like I was looking at all the ones that you had, like in some of the pictures that you put up Yeah, and there's quite a few that are in there. Yeah. But you make like a vending machine. I saw you made an Xbox recently. So are you starting to branch out a little bit and like maybe experiment? Yep. I'm starting to to try different templates, try different um, skills, you know, um, I did an Xbox, the PS2, just really things that like, I'm like, oh, I remember when I was having, that I had when I was growing up, you know? Um, so the the PS2, I was, I even made the little stand that's, you know, that we used to sit it in, but sometimes they could stand vertical. Um, and it just like nostalgic, it hit, it hit the nostalgic button for me. That's, that's awesome. That's a, like, that's a good ditch to, to attack, right? All yeah. Of, like the nostalgic games um, or the consoles or... Yeah. Uh, th- like Josh said, or not Josh, you're Josh. Uh, like Scott said, the, the DVDs. Uh, you also make like uh, the comic books too. Oh, I was just about to say that, Larry. So it's funny. <laughs> the mini comics, I did them for myself and then I couldn't stop. I just had to like make every single comic I owned. I was like, I'm going to make every single comic. So it's like, I'm holding it. My figures are holding it. Yeah. And then one of my friends came over. He's like, he gave me a list. And he's like, oh, can you make me uh, like the Venom Protector, Lethal Protector set? I'm like, yeah. And then next thing you know, it was just like, again, people st- started getting uh, a handle of it. And they, I started getting requests like all crazy and crazy sorts of uh, requests, very specific uh, issues too. So that, that got a little challenging, but it was fun. So I'm going to throw a question up here for it. it is from our friend Ed here. So he wants to know out of your collection, what is your favorite? Uh, favorite arcade or favorite figure? Uh, let's go so let's go, well, let's, yeah, let's go both. Cause I think so, these are going to be vastly different. That's going to be a good. Uh, man. Good so favorite arcade would probably be the X-Men six player. So I just started Ooh, tackling so. that like two months ago. And every single time it's like the most complicated arcade I make. Cause I make it in two separate pieces and I put magnet, mag, uh, two little magnets. So it connects, but I try to make it as accurate as possible. The little decals, in it, but I love the arcade. Like, I used to spend hours and hours playing X Men. So the six player one, it, it's it's like one of my favorites. I hate making it, but I, I love it. I love it. Once it's all done, I'm like, damn, that thing's a beauty. Awesome. Yeah, I'm taking. A, I'm looking at the picture of it right now, and it looks very intricate. Like you said, you have to build that big piece just mm-hmm. for the platform, so everybody can have a spot. Mm-hmm. And then you got to build like you know the other piece with the screen. I was wondering when you when you get like the little picture of the actual game in progress because my uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one has it right there. Mm-hmm. So do you take like a screenshot from I don't know like Google or something and mm-hmm. then you put it behind that? Yep. That's yeah, awesome. I usually take a screenshot and then sometimes you know um, customers will request specific screenshots like the Marvelous is Capcom. Oh. They're like, oh, my favorite's Gambit, Blackheart, and Cable. I'm like, I am not going to be able to find a, a photo like of that specific. I could probably find one of those three characters, but and I try to get some cool, like very memorable characters mm-hmm. um, that everybody is usually pretty familiar with. Yeah, so, yeah, you do a really excellent job of nailing the look, like you said. I mean, it just it's straight out of uh, the arcade, like the Simpsons one. I played a ton of the X Men, yeah. like you said, the six player. 
TMNT I was always playing. And every time I see you post a new one, because you've been posting a ton of different games. You got NBA Jam now, you got yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I mean, you got all kinds of stuff. It's it's insane. Uh just the the detail that you put into it. Even the Operation Wolf oh, I saw man. With, that you did yeah. with the gun yeah. placement. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. So that that one was funny because um <clears throat> I've been I you know, I haven't been able to branch outside of more games than, than I want to tackle. So one of my uh, customers, he's been, he has like a list of arcades he wants me to tackle. We tackle them, you know, month by month as, you know, he wants me to finish them and stuff. And he, and he gave me a challenge. He's like, Hey, I, can you do this operation wolf? And he's like, I'm my challenge accepted. You know, I'll take it. See, see how it comes out. And I think it, it came out pretty wicked. A lot of, a lot of people really like that one. So that one kind of sparked, for me to start tackling now these next couple months, I'm going to start tackling the um, shooter games like Time Crisis. I, I, I oh, was legitimately so cool. going to just yeah. ask if you ever thought about doing like yes. Time Crisis or Dino Crisis or any of those little like yep. with the guns. Oh. So Yeah, for September, I have um, Area 51 slated and then Time Crisis hopefully to follow up soon and then T2 for October. Oh, the oh, one man. with the, the mounted machine gun yep. one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome team. That yeah, is so awesome. I got that. And then uh, Cruising USA, hopefully, will be. Uh, right <laughs> Are yeah, you going to so do an actual like seating yep. Cruising USA? Holy yep. crap. That's cool. That's insane, That's cool, man. Yeah. So, I mean, outside of Cruising, which I think adding the seat's going to do a little like, like, kind of walk us through, like, how do you go about like even building these things? Like, what's the, the process to, you know, say somebody comes in with a new cabinet? Like, yeah. how do you go about building these? So, um, the, the side panels are built out of a uh, balsa wood. And I usually sketch out um, the design of it um, on the balsa wood. And then I have I have a couple of scroll saws that I use to kind of cut out the angles and stuff like that. And then once I cut them out, do a lot of sanding, really get it smooth. Um, and then the other pieces are made out of uh, XPS foam. So I have a Proxon cutter that really, I mean, having that Proxon cutter, you can cut some like, really exact angles. Your cuts are smooth. They're always going to be 90 degrees. Um, and then just kind of piecing them together. That's crazy. Yeah, I was surprised when I got mine how sturdy it feels. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know you had made it out of balsa wood, and I started looking. I'm like, holy shit, this is balsa wood. Like, yeah, I expected it to be like maybe a thick cardboard or something. Yeah. But yeah, you really put some craftsmanship in this thing, and it's really sturdy. And, and thanks. And it took me a while to find the correct thickness because the like very first couple arcades I made, they were a little too thin, so they start snapping. And you know, originally it started just I started making them just for myself and my friend who was like, "Hey, make me an arcade. Can you, you think you can make me?" Uh, I think my very first one was Killer Instinct. So I was like, "All right." And then I got like it was like I went from too thick to like too thin, so I had to find the right thickness that it was sturdy enough that wouldn't break when I would be shipping them out, or if you drop it, you know, setting up a shot. Sometimes like a heavy figure can fall on it. Um, so that's the right thickness that it's not going to snap on you. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've been setting up shots and I'll, you know, knock it over or something, but I'm never worried about it breaking or anything. Cause it's so sturdy, even like the little pins that you use for like the joysticks. And I don't know what you're using for like the buttons, but is that like half a pin or something? Like uh, that's, <laughs> that's a secret that I can everything. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say don't, don't just say it's all your going through those straight you're trying to get them to drop the trade <laughs> secrets. You know, you're trying to like reverse engineer as you're yeah. looking at it. like how I, I wouldn't yeah. be able to remake this because I don't even know. All what over to real fine and I just shrink them with pimple. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. That, that, that's what I was I was looking at it too, and I was like, how do you go about like getting the logos on the side, like the de the decals for it? That, uh, oh. 
That's getting those, it, like, I would think that that would be the hardest thing is to get what the sticker on the side needs to be. You know, uh, a good image it has to be real clean um, and then the right size. Because once you scale it down, like I've made arcades for SHF figures, and those are a little bit smaller than your typical Marvel Legends. So I had to make them a little bit smaller. So just finding the right image and kind of messing with my printer settings like that. And then once I figure it out, then I just kind of save the file. So at this point, I've kind of got it down to a science where I'm like, oh, I can just print once. Where probably like two years ago, I'd be printing like 20 pages just trying to figure out the size. Right. Kind of what looks good. and Yeah. Like, oh, crap, that's the right picture, but not, not the right resolution for the, yeah. the shrink. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. uh, you know, when you shrink it down into 112th, are you going by like an exact measurement to get it to like a 112th? Or like you said, because you're using different lines, how do you decide like how big everything needs to be and putting it, that all together? Um, it's funny because I, I have I've acquired a ton of Spidey figures, which probably my favorite character is from DC is Batman. And then from Marvel, I just like, I like them all. Right. I like Spidey, the thing Hulk is probably like one of my favorites, but I have like a massive amount of Spidey's ever since the toy biz era. So I just used um, right now I'm using the Spider-Man from the PS4 game as my standard. Like I just stand him up and he's my scale. Cause he's kind of like not too small. He's a little bit bigger than your average pizza Spidey, but then he's not too big. He's not like a Colossus or something like that. Yeah. I've noticed yeah. like in a lot of your shots when you, or, you know, you, you switch it up with figures, but a lot of the times you'll see that Spidey kind of come up and yeah. Yeah. Know, or whoever like, my, my favorite Marvel legend is at the time. Cause de- I was using that Deadpool for like a good moment too. Well, which is so smart. I think when you put the figures in with what you're yeah. trying to, you know, the new cabinet that you have, like, Hey, it, cause it's hard if you just see a picture of it by itself, like how right. big is that really? Or how would yeah. my figure actually scale up to it? So when you see like a, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle or a Marvel yeah. Legends next to it, you're like, okay, that's actually pretty perfect height. And, and really, like, when I started posting the pictures more recently, you can see in my post, I'll put different figures because I get so many questions. You know, a, a lot of collectors are like, well, I only get Storm Collectibles or I only have NECA stuff. So yeah. I've been putting, okay, let me put a Marvel Legend and then I'll put a NECA, then I'll put a Storm Collectible, then I put a Mezco. So like that, I cover all my bases, you know? Yeah, and nowadays, like you said, the every there's so many different new lines coming yeah. out. You know, like and all of them are a little bit different in size. Like Storm right. Collectibles is a little bit bigger. Yeah, NECA's a little bit bigger. Marvel Legends is kind of like average, and then SHF is smaller. So getting something that really is usable for all of that, uh, I think, would be a real challenge. But you yeah. seem to do a really good job at it. Oh, thanks. No, I try to find like the right size so you don't have to like, I don't have to shrink them down too much. Or if you're that particular collector, you're like, ah, it's too small for me or that's too big for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I have to ask, how did you actually like get started doing this? Like what, what made you want to start trying it? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've probably been tinkering for a long time and then all of a sudden decided to make it more of a business. Oh, um, yeah. It was, I think it was just all out of luck and really like um, my by inner circle, you know, those people that, that I started discovering on IG. So I've been on IG since 2014 and I really originally started my account just selling all my figures because I used to be a mock collector and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get rid of this. I haven't collected in a long time. I used to have like a really, really large collection in storage, like your typical collector. And then my storage got broken into, I lost a bunch of my stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start selling it. So I started posting it up. And then I started discovering the toy community. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to open them up. <laughs> so then I just started opening up everything. It was like Christmas all over again. That's so, so funny. I have like a similar story because when I first got onto Instagram, I was also a mint on card collector. Yeah. 
I didn't really open a lot of stuff. A lot of my stuff was like these vintage Batman figures and the Kenner and the TMNT. And then as I started discovering more people on Instagram and like, you know, people that were doing toy photography, I'm like, shit, I can't, you know, I I need to break this stuff out and start enjoying it. And I've actually enjoyed that part of collecting much more than when I was just collecting stuff on card because I can actually play with it. And the toy photography kind of gives me an excuse to do that. So oh, yeah. uh, it's funny how you kind of evolve over time. Yeah. And it was, it was funny because during that time, like my storage got broken into, I lost my, they took uh, the whole entire pit wave. I had it oh. all mock and then oh. I lost half of my Fing Fang Foom. And I was like, Oh, I was like, crying <laughs> like like geez, you know i was like ah, that's it i'm done with this Dude, i don't not, want uh, nothing will make horrible. a grown man cry <laughs> quicker than taking away a couple of his toys oh, well, and, 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 <laughs> it was funny because they took every single like the, i had the whole pit wave and even the variants and i was like they took all of them oh, were, no. i was like oh and they had some like x-men uh posters and like just oh man it just like hurt i was like and, and some, uh transformers some g1 stuff Oh no! Yeah, yeah and those two, those two build a figures you're talking about, those are like super rare too. The Fing Fame Foom. Out of pit. everything I had, like, and I had my whole entire collection, and I used to be collecting like since Toy Marvel Legends came out with the Spider-Man classics, you know. So it it went like just it was it was really hurtful. Yeah, I'm really sorry to hear that happen. Yeah, but now it's like, and then it started sort started kind of evolving to kind of answer your question was. Um, I started seeing what everybody was doing. I was opening them up, and then one of my buddies was like, "Hey, open up your Sentinel wave," because I had all the figures for that uh, Marvel Legends toy base Sentinel wave. So I opened them all up, and I was like, "Oh, I love this! Like, I'm gonna start." But I just needed like an environment so I can take my pictures, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I started messing around, started doing a lot of uh, YouTube tutorials on just watching guys build dioramas, and I'm like, "Oh, let me let me hack, let me try, try my hand at this." Um, did one dial. And then I started practicing a little bit more and more. And then one of my buddies was like, dude, you're, you got kind of like a niche, like make me a dial. I was like, all right, made him, I made him a dial. And I was like, here, just, just give me enough to cover the materials. Right. And next, you know, he's like, Oh, make me another one. And then, and then from there, it's just like, all I was doing was dials. And I was, I didn't have any time to shoot my figures, but I was seeing what, what I was, what people were doing with my dials. And it was like so inspirational. It was crazy. Well, it's gotta be cool to, to get to see like your work in other people's pictures to know that like they wouldn't be able to get that shot without you know like thing like the the one that we're using as the thumbnail for this is is nate with like his uh turtles figures yeah playing the turtles game like how that picture that was crazy yeah like all of a sudden i got i was like oh thanks nate like my blew up my dms and Yeah, well, so, all right. So, story, right? Uh, yeah. I, I missed it too, but uh, Nate Nate posted up the picture of Shredder with some Foot Clan soldiers playing on the the Turtles machine, uh, and NECA reposted on their story. Right? Crazy. And then you said thank you to Nate. That's yep. how I saw. I totally missed Nate's post, oh. and I, I don't follow NECA. Um, but you said thank you, Nate. Nate reposted that. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I went to the yeah. NECA thing. I, I messaged Nate. I'm like, dude, that's so cool. You like, you got featured on NECA. Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, uh, he's like, Josh reached out. He was like super happy too because like it's advertising for him. I'm like, that's really cool. I'm like, dude, we should have him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how. Yeah. Right. It's because of the NECA picture that I'm like we need to talk to this guy. I want to learn more about these, uh, oh, cabinets and stuff. Yeah. It, it's yeah. crazy. Like it's crazy. The, the type of attention that it's been drawing. Um, you know, I've gotten a lot of like international buyers too. So I've shipped kind of like to London. I got one going to Spain. Um, I have a, a regular that's out in Sweden. 
Um, oh, wow. It's crazy, right? You, yeah. they, they go, they to have your stuff go all over the country like that too. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. I'm like, I wish I could hand deliver it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> pay, pay you a little bit extra to, to I'm like, it's going to be a, a high fee, but I'll be there in person. <laughs> so go through here. So we did have a, a question that, that somebody wanted to go through. He says, it, it's not kind of line, but what are the, I guess, going rate of the cabinets? Um, they start, uh, two players are 45 bucks shipped in the U S. Um, and then, uh, the four players are $50 shipped. And then the X-Men six player is 70 right now. And no, that, that, that drives, like I had to adjust the prices. U, USPS, the shipping to ship out stuff kind of raised up, um, where I was getting my materials. Um, they just stopped carrying them at all. So then I had to go to this other provider and then that guy charges more. So I was like, ah, oh, I was like, you're killing me. Shut the price up. Yeah. Yeah. I've been noticing that too. You commerce. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even when I sell like action figures, I've been noticing it's costing me more and more to ship figures nowadays. Yeah. Oh, it never, so like it never goes down. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I try to set up like this online so I can do the shipping straight from home instead of always having to go to the post office. But yeah. the service I was using, they increased their price too. So I'm like, now I have to go to the post office and that's just like scheduling all that out. Like when you have like 20 to 30 orders to ship out, it's just like time consuming. Not and I true. think a lot of times people forget, like I still have like a regular day job that's like <laughs> super demanding. And I got like two little ones that like, I'm not just sitting here in my, in my toy room making arcades all day long. I wish I could, but yeah, which would be awesome. awesome. That's uh, everyone's dream job. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's funny. A lot of, uh, one guy would hit me up and he put in like a massive order. And I just, I, you know, we got them all done like in about two months or three months. And he's like, do you have a day job? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I thought you did this 24 seven. I was like, no, I wish. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> one day. One yeah. day. I, well, that's the goal. That's the goal, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so right now, uh, while we're talking about like kind of selling the cabinets and stuff right now, you, you mostly sell everything strictly through your Instagram page, right? Through the Instagram page. Um, I will be, I'm working right now with, um, let me bring this up real quick. The figure collective, they have a website where they're going to be, they specifically are one twelve scale. So, um, they'll be selling some of my cabinets there that I won't be offering on Instagram anymore. So <clears throat> any styles that I don't offer on Instagram, it'll be exclusively offered through there. That sounds That's awesome. Cool. And I, I think we talked a little bit before they're going to offer other, uh, 112 scale stuff too, right? So not just your cabinet. So if you're looking for other props or dioramas, right. it's going to be uh, pretty cool. Head, uh, head sculpts, uh, soft goods, nice. um, oh, so so cool. 3D printed stuff. Um, really cool. So he's trying to get all these uh, customizers together. So it's like a one-stop shop for all of us collectors. That's such a smart idea because I think that's one of the hardest things just yeah. being in that community is discovering people. You know, right. like you discover people through other people. You're like, yeah. oh, I didn't know, you know, where'd you get this head sculpt or where'd you get that arcade cabinet? You know, like when I when I post shots of your arcade cabinet, I get at least, you know, four or five people that will DM me like, where did you get that? Did you make that yeah. yourself? Yeah. You know, and I'm pointing somebody to you. But if there's like a central location where I can go, I'm like, hey, I need a head sculpt or I need something else. That's yeah. super smart to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and go through, I gotta imagine it's fairly difficult when you're like at a one twelve scale, when you're like, I need a chair. And yeah. Like, well, oh yeah. Shit. Where am I gonna go to find a one twelve scale chair? And, and like, you know, like the sizing so so off too. You know, because like even more ledges aren't exact one twelve scale. If you if you mix different lines, like you're gonna be off by a couple centimeters, or and that makes the huge difference. Like you, all of a sudden, you have a chair and. 
it looks like a toddler's chair on your Deadpool, you know? <laughs> right. And the, But then you put in like a Spider-Man and it looks yeah. like he's like a child. You're like, yeah. what, how, why? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I like what you said too, about how like you, you take the pictures and you try to show the different types of figures next to your, uh, right. next to your pieces. That way people yeah. can see the scaling. Like if yeah. you just buy something random off of Amazon that says 112 right. scale, like it's not, you know, they yeah. don't know that it's for somebody who collects Marvel Legends yeah. or Mezco. Like it, it, it's this random 112 scale maybe so you don't yeah. know what you're getting at least the site sends it's like it's going to be specific towards uh like uh action figure photography and right stuff it will be yeah it is and um yeah so you know start, starting with the dials after I, have, I probably haven't made a, di- a diorama like in a year and a half or so just because these arcades have like taken off so much and it's really like propelled me where like i'm just solely focused on making arcades and now like okay what's next what, what what else can i do how can i make it even better because that's really what it is what's about like every arcade i try to make i'm like okay how can i make this better how can i make it you know the quality still there um and and better than like a couple months ago i want to see some type of progression mm-hmm. and i think you're doing it because like the six player that's bigger yeah. and more complex. Yeah. uh i forget the name of the game but the one with the gun like you got oh, yeah. operation wolf yeah, operation yeah. Wolf. Like, you, you've definitely stepped it up from just like uh, you know, it's a lot cooler than just recreating like a Miss Pac-Man or something. Yeah, yeah. When well, I saw I, just just recently, sorry, Scott, go ahead. Uh, no, I was gonna say I'm very curious to see when you get like the Area 51 and Time Crisis up because those th- those type of arcades are were like the funnest ones in the thing. But they, like I said, the, it's the gun on the string aspect. I think is gonna be yeah. oh. super cool to see. Yeah, when I had the Operation Wolf, like it's funny, I have them all like set up in one of the in, in, in my garage and stuff, and I have them all laid out and. I just, I'm like, oh, I got like a full arcade. It looks like a Dave and Buster's in my, in here. Like, <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. I would love to just root through that and be like, okay, I'm going to use these or like have an entire like room full of them. Yeah. That'd be amazing. You do. I know you're focused on making stuff, right? On the products, yeah. but do you do a little bit of action figure photography? You'd say, oh, oh no, I do. And, and it was so funny because at the beginning of this year, I was like, I'm going to stop making stuff. I'm going to take a break and I'm just going to focus on my toy photography. Like I have a really good camera. I got a DSLR, all that stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my lights. I got, and I'm like, I'm going to stop making dials and I'm going to start, like I started um, buying some extreme sets, which I really liked. I was like, cool, easy setup, easy to break down, put away, mix them up with my dials. I'll just, it's going to be all about me. Nope. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> doors came in. And so it, ha- it hasn't given me enough time to uh, do some toy photography, but I do dabble in it. Yeah, and you're a huge collector too. You know, you, you can yeah. see right behind you, you've got a bunch of different figures. Right. And I see you, you got at least three Detolfs that are full of Lucy's behind you. <laughs> right? I, I still love the, the fact that when you say Detolf, like any collector knows what that goddamn thing yeah. is. It's a thing, man. Yeah. You know, like, when you have some Detolfs in the background, that's like you hit a certain level. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm level two. I, I've had one for years that I didn't know was like this collector thing. I need to like wheel it back over here because yeah. apparently that's the amazing. That's your status quo. That's, that's the right status there. quo, yeah. yeah. You have to fill that shit with some stuff. So well, I, I think like... And threw them in the Detolfs. Yeah. <laughs> So what's your, like, I, I see a Joker back there, Superman, like, what's your, what's your, like, do you have one figure that you love above all the others? Oh, um, oh that's a tough one. Gee, one figure, if I had a, what else, yeah. your one line? Yeah, uh, it, I would try to grab as many Mezcos as I can, because yeah, I'm right. like, hey, Great. like, Mezcos, that, that's it. Yeah, all I the love Mezcos. Mezcos. Everyone talks about, I could care less, but Mezco, yeah. like, that's it, that's it for me right there. Yeah. <laughs> I've got really into that line. I'm glad to see that you enjoy it too. Um, you know, 
I, I get a lot of people like there's some controversy because they sometimes will delay pre-orders or, yeah. you know, sometimes a figure comes out and it's got a single joint elbow. I get it. Yeah. But you know, the line itself is just, it's such a premium line. And when you see that figure, like some of the Batman that they have, you get that in hand, you're like, Holy shit, this thing is yeah. amazing. You know, oh, yeah. compared to some other stuff. And, you know, I love all kinds of different lines, but there's something about a Mezco when I open it for the first time, you know, it's just like really hits you. Yeah. Um, is there like maybe one Mezco in your collection that is your favorite or? Um, I'd probably say the SDCC cap. Yes. Like one of the first ones, like that's gotta be like my favorite, that look it's, it's classic. Is that um, the one that came in the cool, like tin thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the shield, yeah, the, shield the circle one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cool. yeah I gotta say him and like probably Popeye. Popeye is like, yeah, uh, I think, an underdog for me. I had him already on pre-order. I was like, eh. But when he came in, it just I got blown away by the realism on him. And I was like, damn. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of wish I would have uh, got the SDCC cap. I think I was at SDCC that year. It was my first year. And I was like, eh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll get him later. And then I immediately regretted it because he was sold out almost instantly after that. Um, yeah. but we saw yeah. him at we saw him at Ace Comic Con. Yeah, uh, like some booth, right? The booth where you bought that just got a good deal on the Shazam. That was right. the first time I had seen it, and yeah, that, that's why it stands out to me because I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't come in the normal like Mezco box. Yeah, really cool thing. I'm like, that's the me. metal tin with the shield on the top. Like that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I kind of go by the rule of thumb now. If it's a Mezco exclusive, there's a ninety percent chance I'm just going to go ahead and buy it because yeah. when you miss out on those, you really regret it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That after, and it's funny because at first when Mesco first rolled out with their the Dark Knight Batman, was not into it at all. One of my friends started giving away a bunch of his figures, and he gave me that Mesco. That was like my first. He just gave. He's like, "Here, I'm at. I'm walking away. You can have it." So I got it in hand. I was like, "Okay, it's it's all right. It's all right." Um, and my other friend was like, "Dude, you have just get this um, Batman with Superman Mesco. You got to get it. Got a gift card. I got it. I was just like blown away. I was like, "Oh, damn! I think I'm hooked now." So that Batman <laughs> Superman, like that just, that's it. I always hate that moment when you're like, ah, oh, God damn it. I'm buying yeah. more of these. Oh yeah. <laughs> I started a snowball right. effect. Like I literally, I think I, at one point I had like 10 pre-orders just, I'm like, Oh, I'm done. I'm done for the day. I'm done for the year. Yeah. Yeah. These guys, the 11th, like, then they about. dropped the 11th and you had to get that one too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. your list continues. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like two of them came in this week. I got my Netflix Punisher and then I got the PX, um, Sovereign Knight Batman. Oh, man, I'm, I'm waiting on mine to, to oh, get my God. shipping for like nine days now. I'm like, please. Oh, it's so good. And then yeah. I see what people have done and mixed the black version with the blue. Oh, I saw that too. More. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always get so like, I, I always commend people that can, that have the bravery to yeah. customize, oh, yeah. especially like a Mezco, which is, you mm -hmm. know, it's a it's an expensive figure. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say if I'm paying a hundred bucks yep. or something, you, it's I am not. No, I'm not touching it. I'm <laughs> not touching it. It's it's what what it is in the box is what That's it's it. gonna be. Uh, yeah. But you see some people popping arms off and you know popping uh, legs off and parts. I'm like, oh god, mm -mm. I, I don't have nearly enough skill to be touching it like that. Yeah, no. Well, I just I see. see the, I see the dollar signs as they pull that arm off. I'm like, mm mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you ain't fixing that. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Well, you got a pretty impressive uh, Hydra army too. I've seen in your in your pictures. So, oh. Legends Toy Biz. That's kind of been a staple of your collection for a long time, right? Yeah. So Hydra is like my biggest thing. Like I was so, 
I don't know, just unraveled about the whole Hydra, especially when Cap came out and he was like on the Hydra. Everything that was going with the, with the comics and stuff. And it was so funny because when the Hydra soldiers were at retail, I kept passing on them. I was like, ah, it's just a bunch of Hydra. I'm just trying to focus on the main characters and just get the wave and that's it. And then once I was like, oh, I need a Hydra army. Then that's when I was really into toy photography and I realized people army build. And I was like, oh, what's that was like another curse that I ran in across. It's army building. And then I got carried away. I probably have like, I don't know, 24, 25 Hydra soldiers. Damn. Um, and then, I, then I'm like, oh, I got my Hydra army? Cool. What else do I need? Oh, I need suits. I got like, I don't know, now close to like two dozen suits. I'm like, oh, what else can I army build? So I probably need to stop army building. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, though. You you want to like I started doing that with the Joker goons. Um, yeah, I always use like, yeah. a Joker goon in my shot. And then it's started giving me an idea like I need to army build more than just this. Yeah. Having well, backfill characters is like a, a huge piece of it. Like mm -hmm. just filling up the scene a little bit, you know, yeah. and Nate can contest it. I've always told him when he sees like some of these background figures, I'm like, you got you have to use them because they're. Yeah, they're not maybe the main focus, but having those additional bad guys yeah. in your shots is it makes it a comic book shot. Like have you know, oh, you yeah. gotta have you gotta have the filler. Yeah. There's um and then I started getting like army building props too. So like the X the X Files um McFarlane figures, they came with really good props with like these alien capsules, these dead bodies, and oh, yeah. and so I found this uh this guy on the Facebook marketplace, he was selling them dirt cheap and i was like how many do you have i'll take them all like i probably had like a dozen of each like the little bodies with the stretcher and it's crazy like now i'm like okay I'm, I'm set i can do a whole lab shot now yeah that's awesome well like uh what is that the, the new dc multiverse uh wave that just came out like there's an alfred yeah like, that kind of stuff's cool right like there's yeah. so many batmans but you only get a few alfreds every right month. oh yeah it's, well, so it's why that it's fun yeah, hence why that Jim Gordon yep. that uh, that Nate just picked yeah. up that came with the working uh, uh, bat signal oh, okay. was such a cool figure. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot in it, but right. what you got was two things that you're probably not going to get all again. So, yeah. Oh, and that yeah. bat signal is so cool. Like it lights up the whole. Like you can see the bat signal across in my room and stuff, and I'm like, damn, it's a pretty strong light. You, you could use yeah. that as a night light. Like that's yeah. actually, yeah. It actually works out pretty well. It's true. You would say Yeah. Um, I totally agree. I, the, I've wanted a bat signal for a really long time. And when the Mezco one came out and I saw it in person, I was like, holy shit, this thing is way better than I even expected it yeah. to be. And like you said, it's really bright. Um, and it's funny that you said that you buy figures sometimes just for accessories. I've done that so many times where I'll see like uh, Marvel Select came out with this really cool line, uh, or not Marvel, Diamond Select of mm -hmm. Gotham figures. Mm -hmm. Oh, and yeah. They yep. this, uh, yeah, they had this Edward Nigma one that came with a desk that mm -hmm. I bought. And then they have a bunch of alleyway pieces. So if I ever find those, I'll just pick them up just for yeah. the pieces that they come with. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, screw that. Screw the figure. I'm not doing yeah, anything with that. Get the figure out. Yeah, get the figure out of here. Nate even bought some uh, WWE stuff that one day because it came with cool like background stuff. Oh, yeah. was it was it some of the the folding chairs or something like that that was in there that was pretty cool? Yeah, folding chairs like a fire extinguisher. There's ladders. Yeah, the the to Larry's point, the wrestling figures are some of the best ones for like accessories because they have a lot of just general stuff. Oh, you know, yeah. like a trash can or. Uh, a, you know, a ladder or something, things that you don't really find anywhere else. Right. It's yeah. not just guns and like unique accessories to the character. Oh yeah. Right. Like um, there's a, those two Canadian guys from SNL that come with a little cooler and some little chairs, like people go crazy. And I finally found them at a toy show dirt cheap. It was like 10 bucks each. I was like, yeah, 
open up and I, I was going for the cooler. I just left the figures are still in the box. Like it's <laughs> hey, I just I just sit over there. I need this cooler. Yeah. Nate, I don't remember if I told you, but uh on Zach Ryder's podcast, they, they teased that they're doing a ringside collectibles exclusive. Uh it's like a podcaster's table and it comes oh. with microphones and headphones and stuff too. Uh, you got to get the podcaster's table. I want to do Batman versus Superman podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great with yeah. the with with the arcade cabinet in the background. <laughs> I bought like a. Uh, I found it at Goodwill one time. It was like a a ringside set, and it came with like a bunch of different fence pieces and like a table and just like a, to Larry's point, like the wrestling stuff. It always adds in something else that you need that you didn't think you need. But like the fences, I've used so many freaking times now. I'm so happy I picked them up when I did. Well, that's the thing. Like most dios aren't going to have a fence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like yeah. if if it is, it's like either painted or, or like mounted to the wall. But having that where you can, you know, make like a, a cross section with a fence, like a real alleyway would have, mm-hmm. um, adds a lot. Cool. So yeah, those little off the wall accessories are are little hidden gems, and it oh, yeah. adds a whole lot to it. Well, and I think that's where you know guys like Josh. You, you come around and you start wanting to look at other props that you can get and like unique pieces that people don't have. And that's where I found Josh's page. I was like, I need to get some kind of arcade cabinet because it would be so cool to be able to set up a scene like that. And then, like I said, I saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I had to get it. And I think it's, uh, you know, if I had just unlimited supply of money, I would probably just be buying all kinds of props and shit. But I love how you did the Xbox, the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've done like, I saw you did that, that Turtles Dio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, oh, with, yeah. The, with the couch, with yep. the couch and everything, like yeah, the couch, the fridge. Like, so the guy that got it, he sent me a picture. He's like, I kind of want this, and I was like, I'll, I'll do everything and what's in that picture. So I, yeah, I did a fridge. I did yeah. a TV with the insert of April O'Neil reporting on there, and the TV actually opened from the back, so you can put little lights in there. Oh, um, cool. Did design the table. Yeah, the couch was real fun to make. Um, yeah, so it was, and then I made a, um, like a samurai. Uh, mask with two swords, so I could put them up on one of the walls. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you made one of those like training. I don't even know. Yeah. If oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my yeah. favorite aspect of it is that you weathered the couch, so it doesn't yeah. look like a new couch. That is a that is a used by teenagers couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dirty, nasty couch. Yeah. I love it. exactly. That is a couch that has been in the sewers for <laughs> for fifteen yeah, plus years. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna find a couch in the sewer. It's probably gonna be real dingy. Yeah, like it's some that's magic. Super cool magic has happened on that couch <laughs> more than once. <laughs> uh, that's cool. I saw a picture uh, of your son taking photos too. Oh, so yeah. he's starting to get oh, the yeah. itch. Yeah, he, he's probably had it since like. Uh, so he's seven now, probably since he was like three. That's when I really started making dials. So, you know, I'd be in the backyard just making some dial stuff. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? And I'd take pictures of the dials, show, sending it to the customer. And he's like, and then he'd go and start putting up his little toys and stuff. And he was into Imaginex. And he had all the little Iron Mans and, you know, everything. So now he, he gets, he does his all setups. He's like, look, just like you. And I'm like, yeah, let's start taking, taking, pics, taking some pictures. That's cool. Something yeah. to share. I like that. It's a good little yeah. hobby to be able to share. Yeah, but uh, you've done some great photos too. You know, you go back, you know, I know you've been doing a lot of arcade cabinet stuff. Yeah. You start going down your page, I can find a lot of your photos. And I got to ask you, where did you find that Jack Nicholson Joker head sculpt? Um, 
Man, I get it. See, it's like I get so much. I have I start losing count. First thing I get that Jack. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of just saying it randomly, but I, I'm just scrolling through. Like, holy crap, is that a Jack Nicholson? Joke yeah, um, he's probably right back here. Yeah. No, I'm gonna cause him to. I know. So it's gonna fall. <laughs> don't fall. Don't fall. We'll do the play by play. Josh is yeah. Yeah. stepping up, carefully reaching into the deep top um, and pulling out the Jack Nicholson Joker. There it is. Did you, you paint dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you? Yeah, did you uh, but I, I didn't paint them. I got it commissioned. Oh wow, cool. that's awesome. Yeah, I, love I have so a, a Heath Ledger coming up my way too. Oh, nice. I just got the uh, Neca Heath Ledger Joker. That thing's amazing. Yeah, I went for a while, but. Sorry, I got on the Joker tangent. You're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, Nate. Nate's a fan, and he needs to know. <laughs> yeah, no, I I can't remember where I got the head sculpt from. It might be Action Figure Customs. I think I might have gotten it from him. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him before. Yeah, because he did the Michael Keaton head cast, and I think I might have gotten the Jack Nicholson one from him. Nice. So yeah, yeah, it's like having this one. I'm like completes it. So yeah. Nate, so you, Nate, do you have any custom heads? Um, I do have one for my Hulk. Um, it's a Steve Buscema style Hulk uh, head. A Steve Buscemi? Uh, I think it's Buscema. That's the guy from Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 oh, yeah. I just picture I'm now picturing the Hulk, but it's Steve <laughs> Buscemi is turning into the Hulk. <laughs> I actually want that now more than the one. That I have. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but yeah, I I uh, I have a, a custom Tony Stark head sculpt too. I'm starting to like I said, I you yeah. only have a limited amount of funds that you can yeah. use for stuff like that. But I'm trying to get more and more unique custom stuff because I think people really notice it when you put it in a shot. Oh yeah, it stands out. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's a that's a whole other thing, man. There's so much that. Like it's, until you sit down and think about it, like there's so many different ways you could go, so many different things you can buy just beyond the stock. You know the the stuff you get from Mezco or going to a toy store. It's, it's yeah. Cool. yeah, that's well, cool. That's so, the way too, so you can start to look into like, oh, I want them to look like damaged, and and not a lot of those figures are going to come with like a a battle damage version. So having a that custom is the only route to really go. I mean, the kind of like, uh, the, like the, the fact that the Mezco's, uh, I, I'm recently all in on Mattel WWE elites. Uh, like even some of those come with multiple heads. He, he, uh, he is. <laughs> I can say Larry is. Yeah. We've gone uh, to several stores. Yeah. Thanks Scott for going, uh, for a lunchtime run to, uh, where'd we go? Five below. Five below. And you yeah, found Walmart the other day. Yeah. Those are great places to go. Like Ross five below. If you want to try find like cheap figures, yeah. $5. It's great. Yeah. But, it, but even like some of those nowadays come with multiple heads where like, I don't know, five, 10 years ago, you didn't get that kind of stuff. Like you got just a basic figure, no extra hands, none of that stuff. So it's, it's cool. It's cool how all this stuff has started to progress. Um, so yeah, that, that was kind of my point. Yeah. <laughs> I lost it on the, the five below. <laughs> well, I five think you, below. You kind of bring up a good point though. Like I think toys and toy photography in general seems to be kind of blowing up lately. Like there's a lot of people that I follow that are starting to get sponsored by different companies. They have people yeah. figures even the customizing game, there's people that are getting like sponsored. And uh, I think uh, Crashbox Customs, he got hired by Mezco to do a couple of dios for San Diego Comic-Con. 
it seems like there's the the flashlights kind of on that community a lot and people are really starting to get noticed so um you know it's cool that the community is so supportive that way because everybody's just all about promoting each other and that's one thing i really love about it everybody's very accepting always willing to help and you can always find somebody that's selling something that you're after oh yeah for sure or we're right if you got questions you could reach out yeah. to like nate or uh tyler bat yeah <laughs> batman figs like right everybody everybody seems super helpful so that's cool yeah definitely so um you build all these different arcade games which one would you say is your favorite arcade game i would put the marvel vs. capcom without question man you didn't even hesitate yeah um, when I, when I first was putting it together, you know, looking at the original Marvel's Capcom, it was just red on the side. There's no graphics or anything. So I slapped on what I remember. What really stood out to me was the, the um, what was it, like PlayStation game cover. And it had all the characters facing each other. And yeah. I was like, what? That would be a dope, like, side art panel for the yeah. game. And I threw that up. Threw it up on IG and it just blew up. People were like, "Oh my god, I gotta have it." <laughs> yeah, so you, so you actually improved upon that cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, have- sometimes I get requests and they're like, oh, what, like, um, what was, it? I think it was Double Dragon and the original Double Dragon, it just has the, um, the manufacturer's logo on the side. It's not even nothing fun or yeah, some of the cool. older, what, Neo Geo or Data East, it just says Data East on it. And I'm like, oh, it's not that fun of a side panel. I'm like, but I could do this. Like the, there's a Street Fighter custom that I did and I threw up some Street Fighter characters and people just prefer that because I think to me that's a little bit more fun. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't just get the Namco on the yeah, side of the yeah, track. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Screw uh, like historical accuracy. Yeah. I want yeah. the final one. <laughs> that looks better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because cool. the second is no one remembers that like Street Fighter just had the, what is it? the Bandai Namco or whatever mm-hmm. on the side, yeah. right? No one remembers that. Mm-hmm. So no. if they look at the photo, they see that one with that image of everybody on there and they're like, oh yeah, that is a hundred percent what that cabinet is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you can trick that nostalgia a little bit without it being the, the legit cabinet. Cause yeah. it, those cabinets are not fun. Yeah. You know, the, the, the best thing they had was just that the, what we call the visor or whatever it is at the front that had what the game was. It's so they, if the game failed, they could just gut it and put a new one in there without any problem. Yep. So, Oh yeah, for sure. And, and it's funny cause people are like, you know, I'll get requests. I, I need the Marvel's Capcom one. Just like, just like this one. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what I made. It was, you never saw one at an arcade shop or at a game room with the side panels like that. And they're like, okay. And then they'll get the part one and they're like, Oh, I need part two. And does it come with the characters? I'm like, yeah, it's going to come with the characters. <laughs> yeah. So we got a question here. I'm going to throw up uh, from Funkos with Chris here because I think this is a good one for Larry. Uh, would you ever make one of the old Simpsons ones? The uh, the Simpsons arcade, the blue one. Yep. Yeah, the four- I've made it. Uh, oh, so it's already there. It's so already yeah, there. The, the the four player yep. Simpsons. That cabinet. one has to be like what? Because that so um that was I think when I first rolled them out that was like wait. So I try to do them in waves, like every month, I think, geez, how long is since last year? I've been doing like September. I did um, Mortal Kombat 1, uh, TMNT, and Marvel's Capcom 1. And then in October, I did uh, X-Men, Simpsons, and Captain America. And then in November, I did another three. So yeah, Simpsons was quite some time ago. It's cool. Yeah. I think, I think that was the first one I saw that you did. I feel like it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Simpsons fan. It's like, if you ask me what my favorite arcade game is, that's probably my favorite arcade game. Um, yeah. I thought about mine. Like I don't do, I don't really do Mezco's or one twelves, right? Like, 
Um, but like, I still kind of wanted it because it's yeah. that cool. Yeah. Just to have throw on a shelf or something. Having uh, so it's it's a good talking piece. To to be fair, even if you don't photograph like photograph it like oh, photography, no, yeah, like if you don't <laughs> if you don't take pictures, it's still something cool that like somebody's gonna walk by and like where the fuck did you get a mini arcade cabinet? You know, yeah. like yeah, I have uh, one customer who's like he works in finance and stuff, and he's like, just, they're just in my office. He's like, yeah, and he's like, I'm a huge arcade like video game buff, so he's like, these are just nostalgic and. It, it de- it's a decorative piece in my office. Yeah, um, that's. I, one, I, I would uh, go ahead. I was gonna say I would buy them for that exact reason, yeah. just to kind of display like my love of the different arcades. Yeah, right. I had uh, two like girlfriends buy them for their boyfriends, which was at first when the girls hit me up, I was like, "Oh, that's a fur." Okay, I don't think I've ever had a. Fee. But they're like, "Oh no, it's for my boyfriend or it's for my fiance." I'm like, "Oh, cool, right on." <laughs> nice. That's cool. Yeah, when I don't use mine in shots, it's in my uh, TMNT display. Yeah, and I usually have at least one turtle playing it just while it's displayed. That's nice. what I was thinking. If you got a nice Simpson shelf or something, you 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 need that to go on there. There's merch for all those games now, right? Like Street Fighter, oh, yeah. and the Turtle stuff, of course. Like, yeah, like they're so perfect. Just even if you're not doing toy photography, yeah. So, do you have any upcoming? I know you just recently did a sale, so you're probably taking a little break for a while. But do you have like any hints of what you might be working on next? Um. So, Mortal Kombat Two is coming up soon. Oh, nice. um, Area 51, um, and oh, yeah. the other one that I have is uh, Killer Instinct. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, Killer Instinct. Um, and then I'm going to try to do in October uh, some more with, like, retro, like, uh, Rampage. Um, there's Primal yeah. Rage. Um, oh, yeah. uh, those, those are kind of lined up. Nice. That's awesome. There's so many, man. Right? Oh, like the, even though, even though we're making similar, like there's so many. Like I like the way you kind of rotate every couple yeah. months. Yeah. Um, just keeps it fresh. Um, yeah. There's so many classic arcades. Well, and, and the, the weird thing about the arcades is not all the cabinets are alike. So you always have to kind of go and like redesign it a little bit to look like, oh, this is what the Namco ones look like. And yeah. like, and they have this weird angle. Even just like in their uh, their height, they sh- they they kind of differ too. So like I'm lucky enough that at my at my day job we have a like a employee room where there's arcades in there. So I'm always in there just kind of like playing the arcades and like and they're like I'm just doing some research just making sure like we have NBA Jam like uh, I'm actually trying to try to do NFL Blitz this month since uh, football season about to start. So um, hopefully I I'm almost I almost have everything down for NFL Blitz. Um, but we have NFL Blitz. Uh, we got this um, bowling. Uh, game it's like bowling slash golf and it doesn't have any buttons it just has like is it the spin wheel one yeah the spin yeah Uh, nice i'm like oh i I need to tackle those type of stuff there's a a less popular (laughs) that would actually be probably pretty that would be pretty sweet actually (laughs) that's in like every sports bar i've ever been (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's probably one of the most recognizable arcade cabinets out there yeah that's that's what it is it's like golden tea and then it there's a bowling game inside too so (laughs) that's cool if you get the bowling one figured out too, there's a less popular Simpsons bowling game too. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Oh, really? You might like that one too. Yeah, it oh, came out right. quite a bit after the the four player one. But oh, okay. I'm pretty sure somebody would dig a, a Simpsons bowling game. Yeah, this guy. I know. I know one guy that would. <laughs> I'll make it um, nice. Nice. <laughs> so when you when you think about new ideas, you know, I know one of them was smart. They said F- NFL Blitz because it's yeah. football season soon. Yeah. But is it usually from a special request that you're branching out or is it something just like, you know, I haven't done that before. Let me try that. 
Um, sometimes it's from a special request that I'll, I'll just start seeing the trend. I'm like, man, I'm getting a lot of these type of requests. Like I, I get a lot of questions. Or um, I did a poll a couple months ago, and, and, I, and it was just like a chart of all these different um, arcade silhouettes. And I was like, hey, this is where I'm at. I've made 16 different types of styles. What would you guys like to see? Like try to base it off the audience, you know? Mm -hmm. That's cool. So, yeah, that survey gave me a lot because it just showed me that the net's super wide because we had like really retro games like Dig Dug. And then we had like very specific, like someone was like, oh, I want a Deadpool arcade game or like a Dragon Ball Z. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a little bit like really small niche, but. Yeah, yeah. no, but that's like, that makes sense too, right? If, yeah, yeah, <laughs> if yeah, you're character, like you could make a, right? You want a Deadpool arcade game. That'd be yeah. totally. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, so I can go like real specific, like accurate, like Scott was saying, mm -hmm. or I can just like make some custom ones, you know? Yeah, fantasy yeah. ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wish yeah. you would have had in the 80s or 90s. Yeah, like I wish I had a Deadpool video game that, you know, back right. in the day. Like that would be super cool. So yeah, having an arcade cabinet, like that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Rob is bringing up uh, some crazy taxi. So, <laughs> I, which oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure is, uh, I'm sure, pretty sure is, would be pretty similar to that, uh, the Cruising USA yeah. uh, cabinet. So when you get that made, you'll have to make the uh, uh, crazy taxi as well. Yeah, I, I got challenged to make an afterburner, and afterburner is like a crazy, oh, like dang. encapsulated arcade. Yeah, and then and then someone else was like, oh, make the Jurassic Park one. And I was like, oh. <laughs> one like, second, hold, have, yeah, hold on a second, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hold on. on. <laughs> I gotta I gotta find curtains now for the Jurassic yeah. Park one. <laughs> That's <laughs> nuts, man. That would be cool. That's so cool. Like, you know, I really respect people like you that have that artistic talent that can actually make something from your you know, imagination yeah. actually make it into physical form because I just don't have talent like that. So I think it's always super impressive when I see people making custom things and just being able to, you know, think of all the pieces that you need because it's not just like, oh yeah, there's this cutout on the web that you have to find. You have to design all of this. Mm -hmm. You have to measure it all out. You have to like make sure it's accurate. And like you said, you have to find like, you know, good pieces that go along with it. So it's just crazy to me that you could build something up from scratch like that. Um, do you have like templates Yep. For certain sizes? Uh, yeah. Okay. I have them all cut out, kind of set aside, so this way I don't have to remeasure. Like, I'll have, like, some arcades ready for SHF. I have some that are the four-player. They're already kind of measured out. And really, like, these last probably, like, six months, that's really because the the need has been really there and the volume has been really high. I've had to kind of, like, prioritize and be more efficient and not have to measure every, every single arcade I make. So I have, like, okay, the two players, a standard size, measurements mm -hmm. the four players a standard size and then the, the six player yeah well like we were kind of talking about this before the podcast it's not like you just go on to you know amazon prime and it's at your house two days later <laughs> this guy's actually making this stuff as you order it yeah. so you got to give them the time do you feel like people are usually pretty understanding of that or do you have to kind of remind people a lot like um hey. it's like one out of ten so for the most part i think individuals are pretty understanding especially those that are kind of like um, in the neighborhood of already getting stuff customized from customizers, right? Okay. So there's like, if you've ever ordered something from like um, somebody else that's a little bit larger, sometimes the, the wait time is like six months, you know, like I ordered a head cast and I, I literally had to wait six months, but it was straight from the get go. The guy was like, Hey, this is my time frame. I'm doing it all by, I'm like, okay, yeah. And then six months later, I received my piece. Um, yeah. So a lot of times there's every once in a while they'll be like, Hey, what's the status? Like they want a status like every single day where I'm like, okay, I still have a, like a 12 hour job day job. That's really demanding. <laughs> yeah. I still have like a wife and kids I have to report to, you know? Yeah. And then when I have time, then I can go and tackle those arcades. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's, that's just cool. how that's just how we like as a society yeah, yeah. are about everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I, uh, it's the need it now society. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm big on Funko Pops. Like so many times, like something came out like two weeks ago, and you see all these posts like, oh, I finally found this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, it's been like a week and a half. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like yeah. you have not spent a lifetime on this. Shut no, up. You like, gotta wait a couple weeks. You gotta wait a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm the CEO. I'm the the guy in the mailroom. I'm the delivery guy. Like I'm the no marketing. You do it all. <laughs> yeah. I'm also and you got a, we had a delivery guy. It's the same guy. It's me. Like I could just spin in my chair and be like, yep, it's yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me again. That's yeah. me. I think I, <laughs> customer service. I'm everything. That's, <laughs> like they know me at the post office now. I'm like, oh, this guy again. Like, all right, you filled up our kiosk because I try to use the kiosk and just go there where there's no people. And they're like, no, no, Josh, you filled it up. Just bring it up to the front counter. <laughs> just drop it off with us. We yeah. You cause too many problems. Just yeah. After they love to see you walk in like, oh, shit. It's I usually problem. walk in with like two big old bags and I'm like, <laughs> And that's other thing I try to like prioritize and schedule my shipping dates. You know, it's either like Thursdays are a pretty good day, and then I don't work weekends, so then Saturdays. But then at the same time, like I don't want to spend my whole entire like who wants to spend their whole entire weekend stuck in a garage making stuff? Like, you know, I gotta go hunt, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got that collector side of you that you gotta go hunt. Yeah, we're talking toys, right? Not like yeah. elk. <laughs> oh, yeah. If he wants to go hunt elk, like, let him go hunt elk. It's fine. No, no. I'll knock down a six-year-old out of the toy house. <laughs> Just for fun. Yeah. Yeah, I already got that toy. I'm just going to knock that kid over. Yeah. Yeah, the hunt's definitely part of the fun, though. You know, going out in the wild and actually finding something that you're really after, like finally finding it, like, oh, shit. Like when I found that Alfred, I had seen it online and yeah. I'd gone to a couple of different Walmarts, but finally finding it in hand, it's just something else. Like the hunt's a, a big part of the game. It gives you that that adrenaline run. You're like, oh, I found it. Like I found the, the Walmart cap. I was just oh, like, nice. you know, and that wasn't even planned. I went in there for, to get body washed and I walk out with like <laughs> Captain America, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. but you got to check, right? Oh I, yeah, I, I don't not go to Walmart and check. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. You you gotta make a what? My it's always like that that hint of like, well, it's I gotta go let my kid go look at the toy. No, I'm yeah. going to look at the goddamn toy aisle. <laughs> <laughs> I my kid to the toy aisle. I'm like, I yeah. want first. You just yeah, right. behind dad. Yeah. yeah, you can look at your stuff when I'm done, but let me find yeah. my things first. <laughs> yeah, it's been so bad to the point where now when you know Larry or Scott are out, they'll like send me a picture like, hey, do you need this? Yeah, I mean, do you need that? Yeah, yeah, I, I think I found that for, cap for you, didn't I? The you Walmart did. You cap? found yeah. me the Walmart exclusive yeah. cap. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. we, right, it's good too. It's good to have friends. It's a community oh, yeah. thing. You help each other out. It's 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 fun. Yeah, my I'm brother sure. is like a big. He's like always hunting. I'm like, dude, you have, don't aren't you ever at work? He's always hunting, like 24 <laughs> seven. He'll be sending me text messages like at any time of the day. And he's the one that texted me about the GameStop sale. And I was like, what? oh yeah, like, oh. it was just crazy. If it would have not been for that, I would have missed the whole entire thing. Yeah, you got a pretty good haul, right? I don't think oh. I've seen all of it yet. Now, in the GameStop sale, if you didn't get there, like GameStop opens at what, 11 on Sundays? If you didn't get there by like one, all the good stuff was gone. It was gone. Oh, and yeah. it, it was ironic because I, I woke up like at five o'clock that day just randomly and I saw his text. Went online. I bought everything online. I didn't even have to go to the store. I got I got a ton of stuff. I think I ended up spending like 120 bucks. Half of that was just the Hulk and Wolverine uh, two-pack. And the other 60 bucks was just all like I ended up being like 18 figures. It was all five bucks. Nice. It, it, all of it was like aim sets. Those two, those two oh. packing. Again, have, having to army build. I could only find one pack. Uh, I went online and I reserved it like when yeah. I woke up, but I only had one store around me that had one pack. And then by the next day, they're, oh, they're all gone. Yeah, they're all gone. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think they actually stopped letting people doing online orders after that first day because so many people had reserved figs. That I think was, it was within know. like the first hour because I yeah. messaged um, our group. Like we, we all have those DM groups where I, we tell the rest of the guys. And as soon as I finished doing my orders, I sent it to the group and they checked and they're like, dude, it's already sold. Like they're all gone. Yeah. Crazy. Five bucks is cheap, man. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, wait, five bucks for two pack? I'm like, I'm yeah. like, it never happens unless it's at like, you know, five below, like we were talking about. Yeah. But even yeah. a lot of the times you don't see legends there. Well, yeah, usually, like, if by the time you if it, by the time it gets there, it's not the thing that you like anybody yeah. really wants. <laughs> it's like an army builder at that point. Like, uh, all right, I'll just get it grab is, yeah. ten of those. Yeah, just because because it's cheap and I want to buy something. Yeah, that's why I ended up getting a bunch of Lex Luthor's from the DCUC, the nice. prison one. It was like three bucks at Walmart. I was like, okay, yeah, now I got a bunch I, of guys. Yeah, I really wish I would have grabbed some of those because I've seen those used in so many photos. Because you can just swap the head out and make it somebody else. It's yeah. fantastic. And then idea. once you see that, you're like, oh, why didn't I think you're of like, that? You're like, why didn't I get yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, man. I wish we could go on for longer. Yes. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're hitting our hour here. So, Larry, well, do Josh, your thing. Well, first off, Josh, uh, remind us again where we can find you online. So uh, you guys can check me out at Prime to the First on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it's Prime to the First. Feel free to shoot me a message, and then I'll put you on my waitlist. I have a waitlist going on for uh, my next wave. Nice. nice. So do you always kind of take orders? Like you're, you're yeah, never going to turn somebody constantly, down. I'm always constantly taking orders, and uh, I try to accommodate those. You know, I know how all most most collectors kind of work. They have everything kind of planned out, so I'm more than understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, you've always been a great guy. Every time we've interacted, man, I, I'm, I'm very thankful to know you in the community. Uh, you've always been super supportive of me and, uh, you know, I hope we can get you on NECA's page again. I'm, I'm going to be doing more of those photos and I'm so glad that worked out the way it did. Cause I had like at least five or six people that I was pointing your way. Like, Hey, just, just hit up prime to the first. They'll get you an arcade cabinet. So I'm glad that worked out, man. Well, I know your birthday just passed. So I have a TMNT turtles in time headed your way shortly. Oh, shut up. Yeah. No, no, man. You're not going to do that. That's, that's <laughs> damn. I just got super excited. <laughs> you just, you just turned Nate into a giddy girl. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm losing my words. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's awesome, dude. Oh, well, you know, Nate will take some great shots of it. So, yeah. 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 Well, thanks, thanks, guys, for having me on, too. Yeah. No, yeah. Really. we appreciate no it. We appreciate you coming. Uh, after you check out Josh, uh, on Instagram, go follow the SDS guys on st- yeah. Instagram. We are at SDS guys. We're on Twitter at SDS guys. We're on Facebook at the SDS guys. And I'm Larry from the SDS guys. And then I know after, if you have any money left after buying Josh's awesome custom arcade cabinets, uh, and you like Funko pops, head over to shoemystore.com. Shumi's got all the new ad icon stuff that dropped this week, like the Chester, the cheetah, like the Coca-Cola polar bear. Like I just bought one. Company. Yeah, Scott got that polar bear on pre-order. Um, you can get all those at shumistore.com. And if you enter code SDS, guys, you're going to save 10, 10, 10%. Show them like a villain. <laughs> and then, I know you love podcasts. You should go check out the new podcast at PodCoin. It's available on iOS and Android. You can listen to all your favorite podcasts like the STS guys, like DC Figures and Collectibles, like Talking Pops, like Pop Collectors Alliance. We're all on PodCoin. 
Podcoin is the app that pays you to listen to podcasts. And if you enter code STS guys, you're going to get a bunch of bonus coins so you can earn those real life cash rewards sooner. Podcoin, it's the best. <laughs> it is the best. Uh, one day we're going to get flagged for that. Oh, Ooh. you know what? Yeah. I am waiting for Like, it's going to be the crowning achievement to get the cease and desist, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is London Gold. Please stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, right. so with that, for episode 99 of the STS, guys, I am Scott. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And bye.